0: Hey, welcome to Bible on the Beach. Now, today we're going to be in Acts chapter 9, uh, verses 23 through 43. We want to see disciples make disciples and to see churches plant churches so that as many people as possible can be in God's family in every space, in every place, all around the world to learn about Jesus. And so today, let's open up God's Word and see what He has for us. It says, as time passed, the Jews plotted together to kill Saul. But it was revealed to him that they were about what they were about to do. They closely guarded the gates of the city and tracked his every movement so that they could kill him. So what happened was immediately there was a plot uh, to uh, to end Saul's life. Uh, it, it very quickly spread that he had gone. He had joined the other team, so to speak. So up until this point in his life, he had been a fierce advocate for all things uh, Judaism, and so now uh, he radically meets Jesus, and of course. Uh, people who don't understand that are opposed to it and so uh, whenever people are opposed to you they'll they'll use the 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 leverage at their disposal to to make life difficult this is exactly what's happening here it's to be expected Uh, not everyone's your friend unfortunately you can be loving and you can be kind. You can, you can never do uh, <clears throat> a wrong thing to someone. Uh, it doesn't mean everyone's going to like you. One of the things you have to get used to in your life is that if you do God's will, uh, not everyone's going to like it. Uh, but here's the good news. God will like it. And uh, life is the process of learning to live for what God thinks, what God values, so that when we get to heaven, we can look him in the face and say, I tried. <laughs> I left it all in the field. Yay. So Saul's doing that here. And so it says in verse 25, but during the night, some of Saul's converts helped him escape by lowering him down through an opening in the wall, hiding him in a woven basket. Now, what never ceases to amaze me is the creativity that people will come up with when they're faced with obstacles. So sometimes people give up quite easily. Um, and one of the things that God will teach you in your life is never to give up, but to get creative when you face Uh, conflict, to get creative when you face difficulty, to get creative when you face trials. Um, In fact, when you don't have a lot, it causes you to be creative. It causes you to come up with unconventional solutions to difficult situations. So if you're facing something right now in your life and you're thinking to yourself, I don't know how I'm gonna handle this, I don't know how I'm gonna get out of this situation, what you can do is you can pray for God to give you creativity, Uh, and he'll do it. God will give you creativity, he'll give you a fresh idea for the circumstance that you're in. That's exactly what happened here. They look like they had a real problem, not a problem at all. God gave them a creative solution, they're gonna put Paul in a basket, they're gonna lower him down from the wall, they're gonna get him out of danger. Aren't you you glad that God can give us creative solutions to get us out of the predicaments that we find ourselves in? I know I'm thankful. In fact, you might be praying right now, you might wanna pray right now and just say, hey God, I'm facing this situation, would you show me the creative way that you have out of it? And he will, you just have to ask him for help. A lot of times I'll face difficulty in my life, I just say, hey God, I need you to get me out of this circumstance to show me the way forward. And God will show you each step to take. So after this, we pick it up in verse 26. Now Saul arrived in Jerusalem. He attempted to introduce himself to the believers, to the fellowship of the believers, but everyone was afraid of him because they doubted that he was a true disciple. So Paul had a very um, intimidating um, uh, reputation, Uh, so much so that people thought, this was part of his plan to infiltrate the real believers and uh, use um, this experience against them. And so they had a, they had reason for caution because if you remember in Acts seven here and uh, eight, C, Stephen is speaking. Paul held the coat of the people that took Stephen's life. So they had very good reason. These weren't people that uh, believed in conspiracy theories. They had legitimate concerns for why they should trust someone who just very recently um, was totally opposing uh, Jesus and, and his people. So, Barnabas came to his defense and brought him before the apostles. This is key to point out, you know, when you face difficulty, when you face hardship, God will bring people along so that you don't have to feel lonely. God will sometimes bring people that will defend you, that will be loyal to you, and will have your back. Those are your real friends. You want to make note of that. Um, Your real friends have your back. They don't stab you in the back. So remember that. Now, it says here that he came to his defense. Saul shared with them his supernatural experience of seeing the Lord who spoke with him on the road to Damascus. Barnabas also told how boldly Saul preached throughout the city in Jesus' mighty name. So Paul shares his God encounter, his God experience. It's backed up by, Saul, by Barnabas watching um, him preach and interact and live a completely different life. So it was really exciting to see what was happening um, in Saul's life. And it's just a reminder, we talked about this last time, but don't ever believe that anyone is beyond the reach of God. Don't ever believe that anyone... Um, is too far for God to touch and reach in their life. In fact, you can pray right now again for... Saul that you might have in your life, someone that you're thinking, there's no way this person would ever want to learn about the Lord or ever want to learn about his word. You pray for that person right now, and God's already starting to work in their life because that's the power of prayer. Now look at verse 28. It says, "Then, then they accepted him as a brother, and he remained with them, joining them wherever they went in Jerusalem, boldly preaching in the power and the authority of Jesus. So this points out Jesus gives us power and authority when we go out to share his word. Now, I'm down here at the beach. This I think this is like my 130th Bible on the beach. I've had homeless people sit right here listening to me preach. I've had families on vacation sit here listening to me preach. I've had strangers come up and say, I haven't been to church in 10 years, and I just listened to you, this guy, down at the beach, talking to a camera, and overheard and overheard me teaching the Word because God will give you the authority that you need to do His will to do his work. And he'll give you the power to do it too. He'll give you the strength. Um, and so it says here, he openly debated with some of the Jews who had adopted the Greek culture, yet they were secretly plotting to murder him. So sometimes you have debates, uh, you have discussions, um, you can have conversations, uh, you can have an exchange of ideas, you can you can um, share with people why you believe even God will always give you the words to say every single time because he promises to do that the Holy Spirit says I will give you the words to say when you you don't have to worry about what you're going to say God will tell you what to say every time God will put the words in your mouth if you ask him to now after this the church all over Judea um again uh they, they discovered their scheme. They smuggled him out of the city and took him to Caesarea and then sent him on to Tarsus. After this, the church all over Judea, Galilee, and Samaria experienced a season of peace. Now, this is one thing that you'll begin to learn as you, as you grow in your relationship with the Lord. God will give you different seasons in your life. Um, there's all different kinds of them. And guess what? They're all good. They're all good. They're all part of being human. They're all part of God's plan. They're all part of what he's doing in your life. If you're in a season of peace right now, enjoy it. Enjoy it, soak it in. If you're in a season of suffering, God will give you the strength. We go through different seasons for different reasons in our life. It's all up to whatever God is doing in our life. It's okay, we go through different seasons for different reasons. Now the congregations grew larger and larger with the believers being empowered This is really, really exciting. So God is adding to the church. Now remember, there was one huge church in Jerusalem when the church started. And God uses persecution. They scatter. Jesus said, you're going to be my witness in Jerusalem. That happened in Judea. How'd they get to Judea? God turned up the heat to spread them out. So Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. How'd they get to Samaria? God turned up the heat more to send them out. Sometimes God turns on the heat because he knows we won't go unless it's a little hot. We got to get out of there. So he sends persecution, he sends difficulty, he sends hardship, our, our plans don't work. So many times when our plans don't work, they're just getting us to God's plan. Think about plans in your life right now that aren't working. Maybe they're not working for a reason. God has something better for you to do and he's trying to speed up the process to get to it. It's pretty cool, you learn to trust him. So, Um, Encouraged by the Holy Spirit, they worshiped God in wonder and on. They walked in the fear of the Lord. So they go into a season of peace. They're worshiping God. They're seeking God. That's awesome. That's part of life. Let's seek the Lord. Let's enjoy those peaceful moments. Let's draw on the strength of the Lord. Let's walk in the fear of the Lord. And it's always getting you ready for what's next, just like it did here. Because in verse 32, Acts 9, 32, as Peter was ministering from place to place. So remember, God always is a God of movement. God likes us to sit still, but usually he's got us on the move. We go here, we go there, we go here, we go there, we talk to this person, we interact with this person, we pray, we learn to love these people. We're on the move, and everywhere we go, God is working in us and through us. It says, he visited God's devoted ones in the village of Lida. He met a man there named Aeneas who had been paralyzed and bedridden for eight years. Jesus said to him, Aeneas, Jesus, the anointed one, instantly and divinely heals you. Now get up and make your bed. At once he stood to his feet. And when all the people of Lydda and Sharon saw him, they became believers in the Lord. So we've talked about this before, but whenever God does a sign and a wonder, he does it because he's trying to do it as a testimony to people who have yet to believe to bring them into God's family. That's why we pray for signs and wonders. We pray for signs and wonders for people to be healed so that, people who don't know the lord will believe in the lord that's the function of it very very exciting so um verse 36 it says now there was a follower of jesus who lived in joppa her aramaic name was tabitha which means gazelle she lived her life doing kind things for others and serving the poor then she became very ill and died. After the disciples prepared her body for burial, they laid her in the upstairs room. When the believers heard that Peter was nearby in Lydda, they sent two men with an urgent message for him to come without delay. So Peter went with them back to Joppa, and upon arriving, then led them to the upper room. Now there were many, windows, many widows standing next to Peter, weeping after one another, um, showed him the tunics and other garments that Tabitha had made to bless others. Peter made them all leave the room. He knelt down and prayed, turning to the dead body. He said, Tabitha, rise up. At once she opened her eyes and seen Peter. She sat up. He took her by the hand and helped him to her feet. Then he called for the believers and all the widows to come and see that she was alive. News spread all over the city of Joppa and many believed in the Lord. Peter remained in Joppa for several more days as a guest at the house of Simon the Tanner. Unbelievable miracle. Peter God uses Peter, bring this lady back from the dead. Amazing miracle, many more people believe in the Lord. Can God do miracles? God can do anything he wants. He's God, he made you, he made the earth, he made us. He, a broken arm, he can heal a broken arm, a dead person he can bring back to life. God does whatever, God can do anything. God is so powerful, God can do anything. He can do miracles, why? Because he wants more people to know him and to follow him and to be in his family. Isn't that cool? It's wonderful man. In fact, let's just pray right now that God will do miracles in our life so that other people can learn about the Lord. You might say, Jesus, I want you to use me. I want you to fill me. I want you to come into my heart. I want you to come into my life. I want you to do a new thing in me and through me today in Jesus name. Amen. Man, I love doing Bible on the beach. I hope this blesses you. If this is helping you grow in your relationship with God, please reference it to somebody else. Let them know. Um, And until next time, uh, I hope you have a wonderful day.